You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadine Bible Reading Plan and Charles River Church. To have your own copy of this reading plan sent straight to your inbox, you can sign up at charlesriver.lmd.church. For more information about Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Hey, welcome to Bible Chunks, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Acts 8-4 through 9-31, 67 verses today. Now those who were scattered went about preaching the Word. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed to them the Christ. And the crowds with one accord paid attention to what was being said by Philip when they heard him and saw the signs that he did. For unclean spirits cried out with a loud voice. They came out of many who had them, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was much joy in that city. But there was a man named Simon, who had previously practiced magic in the city, and amazed the people of Samaria, saying that he himself was somebody great. They all paid attention to him, from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the power of God that is called great. And they paid attention to him because for a long time he had amazed them with his magic. But when they believed Philip as he preached the good news about the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Even Simon himself believed. And after being baptized, he continued with Philip. And seeing signs and great miracles performed, he was amazed. Now when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent to them Peter and John, who came down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For he had yet not yet fallen on any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Now when Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, so that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, May your silver perish with you, because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. You have neither part nor lot in this matter, for your heart is not right before God. Repent, therefore, of your wickedness, and pray to the Lord that, if possible, the intent of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are in the gall of bitterness and the bond of iniquity. And Simon answered, Pray for me to the Lord that nothing of what you have said may come upon me. Now when they had tested and spoken the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem preaching gospel to many villages of the Samaritans. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go toward the south, to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place. And he rose and went, and there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all the treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship, and was returning seated in his chariot. And he was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said to Philip, Go over and join this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, Do you understand what you're reading? And he said, How can I, unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the passage of scripture that he was reading was this, Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he opens not his mouth. In his humiliation justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation, for his life is taken away from the earth? 
And the eunuch said to Philip, About whom, I ask you, does the prophet say this? About himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth and began with this scripture. He told them the good news about Jesus. And as they were going along the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, See, here's water. What prevents me from being baptized? And he commanded the chariot to stop. And they both went down into the water, Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch saw him no more, and went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself in Azotus, and he passed through. as he passed through, he preached the gospel to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus so that if he found any belonging to the way, men or women, he might, be, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he went on his way, he approached Damascus, and suddenly a light from heaven shone around him. And falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and enter the city, and you'll be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the voice, but seeing no one. Saul rose from the ground, and although his eyes were opened, he saw nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. And for three days he was without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now, there's a disciple at Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias? And he said, Here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Rise. Go to the street that's called Straight, and at the house of Judas, look for a man of Tarsus named Saul, for behold, he's praying. And he's seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him, so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I've heard from many about this man, how much evil he's done to your saints at Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go. For he's a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings of the children of Israel. For I'll show him how much he is, must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias departed and entered the house. And laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road by which you came has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes and he regained his sight. Then he rose and was baptized, and taking food he was strengthened. For some days he was with the disciples at Damascus, and immediately he proclaimed Jesus in the synagogues, saying, He is the Son of God. And all who heard him were amazed and said, Is not this the man who made havoc in Jerusalem of those who called upon this name? And he's not come here for this purpose to bring, has he not come here for this purpose to bring them bound before the chief priests? But Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus was the Christ. When many days had passed, the Jews plotted to kill him, but their plot became known to Saul. They were watching the gates day and night in order to kill him, but the disciples took him away by night and led him down through an opening in the wall, lowering him in a basket. And when he had come to Jerusalem, he attempted to join the disciples, and they were all afraid of him, for they did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared to them how on the road he had seen the Lord who spoke to him, and how at Damascus he had preached boldly in the name of Jesus. So he went in and out among them at Jerusalem, preaching boldly in the name of the Lord, and he spoke and disputed against the Hellenists, but they were seeking to kill him. 
And when the brothers learned this, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. So the church throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria had peace and was being built up. And walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it multiplied. Last time we talked about how Jerusalem had already been filled with the teaching of the gospel of Jesus, how the, that was the charge of the Sanhedrin to, to Peter and John, that you filled Jerusalem with this teaching. Now they're, they're yelling it as if it's a bad thing. But this is the fulfillment of what Jesus said, to, to start in Jerusalem and then spread out to Judea and Samaria and then the ends of the earth. And so today in our section, first we get Samaria, where Philip... Uh, goes and he uh, heads out to Samaria and as he's in Samaria he's preaching the good news and we get the story about Simon the magician who tries to buy the Holy Spirit. Now that's not the the most important thing about this section but it is a very I think it's a funny illustration of what actually took place. People don't understand what's going on with the Holy Spirit and someone tried to buy him and had to repent very quickly of that. Uh, God is not interested in being bribed. In fact, he hates bribes. And so they head to Samaria. Philip is able to bring the good news. Then Peter and John come. The Holy Spirit falls. And God uh, confirms the fact that his message has now spread to Samaria by the sending of the Holy Spirit. That's kind of how it works. He sent the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Now he's sending the Holy Spirit in signs and wonders in Samaria. And then Philip goes out and meets with the Ethiopian eunuch. And the Ethiopian then gets to take that message back to Ethiopia, where we have one of the oldest churches in the world. And so it's going to Ethiopia. Now that's, that's kind of towards the ends of the earth. And then we get the conversion of Saul. And so we see uh, Samaria, Judea, ends of the earth. Saul is going to bring the good news to the ends of the earth. To, to Rome, he has a desire to go on to Spain, though it's likely he never made it there. But Paul is going to be the apostle to the Gentiles, the missionary to the Gentiles. And so we see his conversion here. This man who had been breathing out threats and murder towards the church has a encounter with Jesus and is transformed into a new person. One that loves God and is now ardently defending why Jesus is the Son of God. And so he makes his way back to the church. Eventually he is accepted by the church. Obviously they're skeptical at first, but Barnabas, uh, who we remember, named Joseph, sold all his stuff earlier in the book and brought it to the disciples, laid it at the apostles' feet just before Ananias and Sapphira uh, had their incident. Well, Barnabas is back and his name means son of encouragement and he's encouraging Saul, he's, he's, uh, he's vouching for him, and Saul is accepted in, in the church. And then it zooms out again. And walking in the fear of the Lord and in, comfort, in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, the church multiplied, continued 
to multiply over and over. We get that refrain. The church continues to grow, 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 multiply, multiply, multiply. This is beautiful. And so as we wrap up today, I'd ask you to consider what does this section of scripture tell us about who God is and what he's like? What does it tell you about yourself and what God wants for you? And then what was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up while we were reading? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Till then, God bless.